With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No You've dreamed of building a family, but the journey hasn't been easy. I'm Dr. Laura Shaheen, a reproductive endocrinologist helping people build families every day. On our new podcast, Baby or Bust, we'll be learning from both reproductive experts and people who have faced challenges just like yours. Join us every week for Baby or Bust, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to follow us so you never miss an episode. Adventures of the Saints, starring Vincent Price. The Saint, based on characters created by Leslie Charters and known to millions from books, magazines, and motion pictures. The Robin Hood of modern crime now comes transcribed to radio, starring Hollywood's brilliant and talented actor Vincent Price as... The Saint. It snows, boys. Who likes it? Ski trains. <laughs> I'd rather have an old-fashioned. Mountains, I should have stood. Hello. On the other hand, perhaps not. <laughs> Hello. The seat next to you isn't taken. I admire intelligent women. Sit down. Hi. But I'm not intelligent. Oh, you're being modest. I am not. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> You are beautiful, though. I bet you say that to all the beautiful girls you meet. Do you like to ski? No. Then why are you on the ski train? Because of the telegram you sent me. Then you are Simon Templer. I kind of thought you looked like one. Thank you. Your telegram sounded desperate. Uh, what do you want me to do? A very small favor. Yes? I'd like you to be my husband. What? Are you married? No, but I... Well, then nobody will mind if you're my husband uh, for Nobody a while. will mind. Uh, uh, look, Peggy... I said only for a while. None of my husbands was ever able to say I outstayed my welcome. None of your... Peggy, how many husbands have you had? I have a terrible memory. I do remember a Smith and a Jones, though. Of course, they're easy names. Yeah. Look, uh, may I ask you why you want me to be your husband? So nobody will murder me, of course. You see... Charlie thinks I'm married to the saints. He'll think twice before beating my brains out, which will be the neatest trick of the year, he said, on account of I don't have any brains. I'm quoting Charlie. Uh, who is Charlie? He's in the car up ahead. 
with a blonde. Oh, oh. Uh, he's a friend of yours? Oh, no. He used to be my last husband. I mean, he was my husband last. I, I think I understand. And why should he want to kill you? Alimony. Did you get from him? Oh, it doesn't seem much of a motive. It's I... a lot of alimony. Also, he doesn't like my following him around. You follow him around? Why? To make sure Vicky doesn't kill him. Vicky? That's the blonde. She married Charlie after me. And she wants to kill him. Well, who wouldn't? Besides, she doesn't even like him, but she's crazy about money. And if she kills him, she'll get all the money. And I won't get any alimony. So, I know a girl isn't supposed to be forward and ask a man to be her husband. Anyway, not the first time they meet. After all, this is a matter of a life and death. So? So? Simon, will you be mine? Yeah, here's Snow Valley. Out we go. Oh, Simon, look. All the taxi cabs are slaves. Uh, so they are. I'm right in, folks. Oh, thank you. Come on, baby. Thank you. Where to? Uh, we're going to, uh, to... The Snowtop Hotel. Snowtop Hotel. Gee, yep. Yeah, it's a nice lobby. I'd better go register. Register? Look, uh, Peggy, let's pretend we're not married. I mean, let's not pretend we're married to the hotel clerk. I'd never marry a hotel clerk. Peggy, I didn't mean... Uh, never mind. Charlie and Vicky must have gone upstairs already. You think they were on a honeymoon? Don't finish that sentence. I'm going to register. I'll get separate rooms for us. Oh, but Simon, is that friendly? It's practical. Excuse me, Peggy. Oh, my gorgeous. Okay. At last you're coming to me. What are you doing here? Oh, sculpting like anything. Even snowmen I'm sculpting. But for right now, I'm making a bust, Vicky. From what anybody can see of Vicky, you'll be busy all winter, sir. <laughs> but... I'm having now the studio in the woods. Uh, you wishing I make you a bust also? I'm going to be too busy to be... Sculptured. Who's it sculpt? Oh, Peggy, don't say that. All my life I'm dying for you. You look fine. Pagliacci. Huh? Ridi Pagliacci. You know, laughing clown, laughing, that's all. Oh, well, I'll think about it. What's to think, Peggy? It's necessary to leave. Look, Sergei, I'm married again. Ah. No, his name is Simon. I don't mind the husbands. The husbands might be minding you. Oh, my beautiful. What I'm doing with my chisel is not the business of any... Charlie uh, doesn't mind your sculpting, a scul scul making a bust of Vicky? No. She's not so beautiful like you. Also, I'm not admiring this Charlie. Oh, Vicky! Uh, Vicky's calling you. I go, but my heart stays with you. You better not leave it here. Somebody might step on it. Oh, Peggy, who on earth was that? Oh, that was Sergei Popov, Simon. I don't believe it. Well, it happens in Bulgaria all the time. That's where he comes from. He's got a studio out in the woods, and he's making a bust of Vicky. He tries to do that with all of Charlie's wives. I never heard of him before. Oh, you must have. He's a very famous chiseler. Hmm. Uh, Peggy, I've got us a couple of rooms. Yours is 218. We can pretend we're married for your husband's former benefit. 
The clerk will show you up to your room in a minute. What are you going to do? I'm going to find the bar and drink myself to death. Two sixteen, two seventeen. Ah, here we are. Two eighteen. Thanks, Mr. Clerk. Um, which room do the Thompsons have? Room right next to yours, ma'am. If you need anything. Thank you. You're very welcome. Coming, Simon. Simon, where are you? Hiding behind the door? <laughs> on the floor. There was an earthquake. And the hotel fell down and hit me on the head, and I'm dead. Oh, oh, come on. Now, let me help you up. I'll put you on the couch. There. And now you can go right back and get my head. You left it on the floor. Your head's where it belongs. Seems to be a little too much of it, though. That's where the hotel hit me. Oh, but this isn't the earthquake season. What happened? Well, somebody knocked at the door just after I got here. That would be about an hour ago. Go on. I stuck my head out and... Boom. Who boomed you? I didn't see him. Do you want to boom him back? I might enjoy it, but... Uh, Peggy, do you have anything worth stealing? Simon, you can believe me. Who steals my purse steals trash. Hmm. Besides, your purse wasn't stolen. It's right here on the table. Strange. I'm hungry, Simon. I think getting hit on the head's good for my appetite. Well, it may not be good for your head, especially if the next time you get hit a little harder. How does your head feel now? Like it's beginning to belong to me. <laughs> Eat some more steak. Simon, are you trying to fatten me up? Of course not. Because Papa, um, he's a sculptor, you know. Yeah. Well, he's crazy about my figure. Yeah, so am I. And he isn't even married to me. Look, neither am I. But you don't have to shout. Even though I did throw myself at your head, it doesn't mean I have to have a figure like a flower. Sat- I didn't say... Uh-huh. Good evening. Good evening. Simon, this is Sergey. Papa. No, no, I stay here. <laughs> that's a joke. And that's debatable, but... Uh, oh, my beautiful. This one sounds like uh, a husband. Well, yes, he's my husband. His name is Simon. He, he's he... her husband. Oh, don't apologize. Also, it's not necessary standing up. I'm being courteous, and I'm not inviting you to sit down. This is a way to treat great sculpture like myself? I, who are the Michelangelo of right now? Uh, there's one thing you unquestionably have in common with Michelangelo. Mancinius? Your fingernails, they're dirty. I am insult. Also, I see Vicky is coming in. Vicky? Oh, Vicky. Yes, so she is. Where's her husband? He doesn't come in, we. Oh, why not? Who cares? Maybe perhaps he's suffering from dyslepsic. I should dearly love to see a man suffering from dyslepsic. Something he eat, no doubt, you know. Oh! Vicky, she's coming here. Yes, I've been noticing. Well, that is... Oh, Peggy, Peggy, my love, we've been waiting long. And who is this lovely man? (laughs) These lovely people you're with. Well, she is Peggy, and he's her husband. Uh, How how do you do? Uh, My name is Templer. I'm Vicky Thompson. You've lost something, haven't you, darling? Oh, have I? Your husband. What are you... 
I've seen you someplace before. Uh-huh. Where? In Charlie's photograph what? album. Oh, you're not... I am, darling. Charlie's former wife. And I know all about the long winter evenings when Charlie shows his photograph album to his wife. Sergei, yes? I don't think we'd better bother these nice people any longer. Let's go have our dinner. But which you... Uh, have you seen Charlie? No. I see. Well, come along, Sergei. Confidential. I do not understand him, Wiki. Oh, why not? She's worrying about her husband. Ridiculous. I'm seeing you sooner, huh? Well, not if I'm seeing you sooner. Oh. <laughs> Simon, did you notice Vicky? Yes, I... Did. She does that to people. Mm. But what I meant was she turned pale as soon as I mentioned Charlie to her. So she did. Which reminds me, where is Charlie? Oh, it's so pretty out here. Mm, a very high type snow. Of course, none of my former husbands ever took me for a walk on our honeymoon. But I don't mind. Good. It's funny Charlie didn't show up all through dinner. Simon? Yeah? Would you mind not discussing other people? Let's discuss us. Well, uh, hey. Huh? What happened to that snowman? Snowman? Oh, he must have melted. He was right there on the side of the road. He didn't melt, Peggy, because it gets colder, not warmer in the nighttime. I wouldn't say that. Peggy, be still. The snow is completely flat where the snowman was and... Slay marks right next to the spot. I'm cold, Simon. Why are you more interested in that snowman than you are in me? Thought he had a kind face. Come on, Peggy, let's go back to the hotel and get warm. I'm going right to my room. I'll take you up. Oh, Simon. I want to make sure nobody hits you on the head again. Oh. But before I do, you know, I'm a little worried about Charlie. Perhaps... Uh, Oh, clerk. Yes, sir? Uh, Have you seen Mr. Thompson around? Mr. Thompson? Oh, yes. Oh, no. Oh, yes, oh, no, what? I was merely remarking that I know who Mr. Thompson is, and I have not seen him around. As a matter of fact, Mrs. Thompson was asking about him, too. I see. Thank you. What is... Things seem to be disappearing around here. The snowman, Charlie Thompson. Peggy, we're not going upstairs. We're going out again to look for... Charlie? No. The snowman. Simon, any resemblance between me and an Eskimo is no coincidence. It's a lie. I'm freezing. We've been over town looking for that darn thing. There's only a little more ground to cover. We've worked our way around to the back of the hotel. I know, but, but Simon, finding a snowman in the middle of all this snow. It's like looking for a needle in a haystack. The difficulty of that has always been overrated. There's an easy way of finding a needle in a haystack. How? You just sit down on the haystack. That's the end. <laughs> Do you hear what I just said, Simon? It was a joke. Yeah, let's keep the conversation on a uh, higher level. Hmm? Simon. What? Straight ahead, near those trees. <gasps> there he is. Yeah. Huh. Doesn't seem to have been damaged much. Look, he's frozen solid. We're about uh, 100 yards from the hotel. And we should have a wood pile here, which is just what we need, some nice dry wood. I need a nice hot bath. 
What good is wood? It burns. I'm going to build a fire. Oh, I appreciate you worrying about me, Simon, but it would be even warmer than the hotel. I'm not building the fire for once. I'm building it because I want to give that snowman a hot foot. pretty fire, but why do you keep staring at that snowman? Hmm? Oh, oh, I'm uh, waiting for it to melt. Now, that isn't a nice thing to do to take his work. He's begun to melt already. Oh, Simon. Yeah, yeah, now we know why the snowman was moved, don't we? That's Charlie. He was in the snowman. Oh, Simon, is he dead? Yeah, he's very dead. Somebody beat his head in. Uh, the sheriff will be over in a little while, Peggy. As soon as he gets his galoshes on. I hate to think of Charlie lying out there in the snow. He was never an outdoor man. Oh, Peggy. Maybe you'd better run upstairs to your room. Simon, turn to me. It's just that I wanted to get over to Sergei's studio before the sheriff gets there. You think Sergei killed Charlie and put him in the snowman? It's possible. Charlie's death makes Vicky a very rich widow. Sergei might approve of that. I'd like to ask. I'll go with you. No, Peggy. A wife's place is at her husband's side. Yeah, but look, still we're not... Another word and I'll marry you right out here in the lobby. Never mind. Let's go get ourselves a sleigh. This here is the studio, folks. Oh, uh, Peggy, why don't you stay out here in the sleigh? You don't think all these sculptures have fiends inside them? No, but he might be dangerous. I'm coming with you. you. You don't mind if I come, too? A little dark out here. Oh, no, we'd love having you. Come on. Okay. Oh, the studio looks like a hunting lodge. Yeah, the Prince of Graustock should be inside, but he won't be. Look, the window's three-fourths covered with snow. He ain't answering too quick. Uh-uh. Oh, the door's open. Come on. Oh, it's so dark. Wait a minute now. Find the lights. What? Ah! Get down, Peggy. The shots came from that window. Hey, what's going on here? Inside. All right, Peggy. Hey, that's my sleigh. That was your sleigh. Somebody, please shut the door. It's so cold. All right. Now, what are we going to do? Now, we'll phone town. There's a phone. Anyone see one? No, they don't have lines strung out in these woods. Oh, that's fine. Simon, look what I found. Huh? Oh, it's a wallet. Not much help, no identification in it. But, Simon, it's the kind Charlie always carried, with lots and lots of money in it. Yeah, perhaps, but it's empty now. It could just as well be Sergey. Sergey carries a purse, Simon. Oh. Now you mention that Charlie's wallet was missing when we found it. Ain't missing anymore. I wonder if any spare socks are going to turn out. Spare socks? Charlie Thompson was wearing one red sock and one green one. Somebody may have walked off with the mate to one of them. Well, come on, everybody. Let's start walking. It's going to take us about a week to walk back to the hotel. Snow's kind of deep out there. And Sergey may not be back for hours or months. 
Simon, there are a couple of pairs of skis in the corner near the door. Yeah. <laughs> They're very decorative. People go from place to place on skis. Sure, sure, people who can ski. I once read a book, Simon. It said skiing is really very simple. It is? Mm. Don't look at me. I ain't getting on them wooden death traps. <laughs> all right, you stay here. We'll send for you. You mind? Don't mind at all. Here, Peggy, now, look, I'll help you get those skis strapped on. I hope it's downhill all the way. Simon, you're such a liar. You ski beautifully. Mm. You know, this is wonderful. Just like flying. Yeah, so long as you stay on your feet. Simon, I'm hungry. Hungry? Well, when we get back to town... Uh... And you know what I'd like? What? A salami sandwich. Peggy, people get shot for jokes like... I'll take it back you have to be get so down, mean! <gasps> Shots came from the clump of trees down the slope. Hey, Peggy, do you know what bad little boys do? This is the time. But if we can get under the snow here and get to some rocks... Oh, Make snowballs with rocks. Yeah, he can't get us unless he gets a lot closer. Oh, dear. Hey. He's moving in. You'll have to come out into the open. Okay, I've got one ready. All right, now. He's moving out towards us. Here goes. Simon, you hit him. Now for the next. You hit him again. Oh, Simon. Now I know how they felt it. Bunker Hill. <laughs> Gosh, I'm so glad to get back to the hotel. Oh, uh, Mr. Templer. Oh, yeah? The sheriff said he wanted to see you as soon as you came in. He's in the manager's office, to your left. Thank you. Uh, will you send someone out to Mr. Popoff's studio? He's <laughs> left the slave driver standing there. I'll take care of it, sir. Thanks. Simon, do you know who killed Charlie and Charlotte? Well, I'm not sure, but I think it isn't going to take much longer to find out. Go in. Oh, hello, Sheriff. I'm Simon Templer. I know, Mr. Templer. The same. This is a great pleasure. Oh, thank you. And this is Peggy Smith, Jones, and so forth. Glad to meet you. My name's Hudson. Got a statement from Mr. Thompson, the sculptor fellow, Mr. Templer. I thought you might have something to add. Yes, I have. It might be better if you got them in here, though, and we cleaned up the whole thing at once. Oh, they're right in the next room. Hold on. Mm. Would you mind stepping in here, folks? Oh, I am disgusting. Is this the way to spend the... I'm going to be a lawyer, maybe several lawyers. Mrs. Thompson. Uh, yes? When your husband arrived at the hotel, what was the first thing he did? Well, he said he was going to take a shower. I left him upstairs. I see. Excuse me a minute. Desk? Oh, uh, clerk, will you get me a sprig of holly with berries on it? I noticed a florist shop in the lobby. No, I know it isn't Christmas yet. No, it's not for a gag. It's for a noose. Confidential, everybody. This Simon is crazy. For mistletoe, he is not sending. I kissed a girl under a mistletoe once. And? No difference. <laughs> oh, come in. Here you are, Mr. Templer. Oh, thank you. Would you please hand me that vase on the table? Certainly. Thank you again. Very nice sprig. Ah, uh, uh, the berries are green. Now, why? 
Well, I... Simon. Ah, just a minute, Peggy. Look, Clark, when a man wants a sprig of holly with berries, he wants red berries. Now, you go right out and get me what I want. I... Well, I'm sorry about the berries being green. I, I guess they aren't ripe yet. I'll go right now. Oh, no, excuse my boss. Oh, oh, Simon, you, you broke the ball. He's also breaking the head the clerk. Mr. Templer, why did you... I just wanted to make sure he wouldn't try playing games with his gun, Sheriff. Gun? Well, yes, Peggy, the one he tried to kill us with. But if he was the one who... Then he must have been the one who... Who killed Thompson. He is. But why? Now, what reason would he have to kill Charlie? Uh, I think he'll tell us. Oh, oh. He seems to be with us again. Well... Uh, good evening. I hope you slept well. Now, listen, you... You listen. Sit down. Thank you, Sheriff. Charlie Thompson was killed in his shower. Then he was dressed, dragged out of the hotel, and planted inside the snowman. That's why you moved the snowman, wasn't it? So that you wouldn't have to carry the body so great a distance. I never touched Charlie Thompson. Yet I know you did. How, Templar? Thompson's corpse was wearing one red sock and one green. It meant whoever had dressed him was... Colorblind. Yes, yes, and the business with the holly proved that. The berries were really red, but when I told our friend here that they were green, he had to take my word for it. He couldn't tell the difference. Why? Why, you, you evil man. Simon, he must have been the one who hit me over the head in my room. Mm-hmm. That's why I knew Mrs. Thompson hadn't killed her husband. What do you mean? Well, you wouldn't have had to hit Peggy over the head in order to get into your husband's room. And I couldn't suspect Mr. Popoff. Why not? Some of my best friends are suspecting me. Because you would never have left Thompson's empty wallet in your own studio. It was the clerk Peggy and I surprised planting it there. After, of course, he had taken all the money out of it. But that's why Thompson was killed, Mr. Popoff. He always carried lots and lots of money in his wallet. Peggy supplied that information. You mean this clerk, he tried to frame me so I am looking like a murderer? That he did. How do you like that? A man who tried to chisel on a chiseler? Simon? Hmm? We're alone. Oh, yes. So we are. Simon... Did you know that some people pronounce skis? Skis? Well, there must be a moral in that someplace. Or an immoral. Simon, we're not really married. But you could kiss me anyway. Mm. Mm. Nice, Simon? Very nice. <laughs> listening to another transcribed adventure of the saint, the Robin Hood of modern crime. Now here's our star. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Vincent Price inviting you to join us again next week at the same time for another exciting adventure of the saint. Good night. Tonight's script was written by Louis Vitties. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.